Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a kook or not? That's the question. There's many things you can do to receive that label. So stay tuned in because Coach Evan and I are going to talk about how to surf crowded lineups. If you've ever kooked it or just like to laugh when other people do, stick around. This podcast is just for you. If you don't know by now, us surfers love to spot a kook. But don't stress it because we all kook it at some point. So hang on to your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time and hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev. Welcome, Cokes. And we started the surf coaching and education program, the Surf Continuum. So uh, let's get into uh, surfing crowded lineups and uh, the pretty terrible feeling of when you're spending your entire day either pulling back off of waves that someone's deeper than you on or getting dropped in on when you were the deepest. Right, that's just unfortunately something that we're we're all gonna have to deal with as surfers in this in this world and in this <laughs> crowded lineup. <laughs> and it's only getting worse, peeps. Let's just let's just get used to it and, and figure out some ways to deal with it. Yeah, fair enough. All right, and that being said, I think that's the perfect uh, introduction to point number one to uh, lower your expectations, um, especially when there's gonna be good waves. You know, all of us surfers are just sitting around waiting for good waves to show up and uh you know when they do we're all gonna rearrange plans and you know make things work so that we can get our surfing so uh know in advance that when a big swell's coming or a good swell i should say just good uh you know people are gonna be on it mentally prepare yourself that it's like don't just try not to get your hopes up you know don't don't over froth on the conditions and and the swell angle and all and just oh i'm gonna get a million waves just just stay the course and and actually start making a plan right all right making a plan yeah so um your first plan of action i think should be uh point number two that we have which is like sussing out the crowd as you're uh you know on on swell day peak of the swell or whatever it is you know your window that you think is going to be best and uh take a look at the lineup and figure out who's out there uh, us, you know, hopefully you can if you surfed there before and right. maybe hopefully you recognize you know, the, you know the whole situation. Yeah, lineup or. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, geez, we're talking about surfing a crowded lineup that you might semi know. Surfing a crowded lineup that you don't know, well, that's a real challenge. That's kind of a whole other episode. Yeah, um, so sussing out the crowd, you know, who's who's the the king of the peaks, who's the heavy locals, who's the groms, who's the the friendly people that you can hang around with and kind of all share waves, who's the people who are going to be so aggro and get as many as they can. Uh, try to identify those people. Like, where where can you fit in right. to that lineup? Right. Where do you fit in? Um, yeah. If, if you don't fit in, then you need to start. Again, <laughs> get back to the plan. Make a plan. There's, there's right. almost always another It's got to be a plan B. Is there another spot? Is there a place you can go? And, and, you know, surf this epic swell, all these great conditions everyone's looking so forward to. Some other little spot. Maybe take it as an opportunity to go discover something that people don't go do because they just run to where they know they're going to catch few waves yeah, with the maybe, crowd. Maybe it's half the size. Maybe it's half the size and maybe there's just a few people out. 
right you know it's just like you have to you have to weigh it all out yeah and that and that'll it'll be a lot easier if you've lowered your expectations um all right well so assuming maybe that you're actually gonna go and deal with this crowd and and you see a spot you fit in and you're going out there calm and cool and you're not thinking you're gonna get a million waves um so one thing you can do to help maybe get one or two more waves is uh, pick a board with a little more volume. Um, maybe not because the wave is bigger or smaller, but just because there's a lot of people and you want to be able to just out paddle that one or two inches that you needed, you know, uh, get into that wave that you would have otherwise got, you know, caught up on the ledge, slide over that thing and get into that wave and get that insider that lined up real nice. Absolutely. So just being prepared like have a couple options in in your quiver mm-hmm. depending on like where where you're going to surf maybe you have a, a a log and you have a fish and then you have some something in between a mid length and an and then a short board right ideally like, yeah definitely you just you just have options cuz the equipment can aid you in going out into a crowded lineup and still having a good time just clearly mm-hmm. everyone's everyone's been in that situation where you're on the right board and you're having a blast and most people are on the wrong board and they're like oh what are you riding like you're <laughs> having so much fun <clears throat> yeah that's a good feeling when you're just you know really just out paddling and and out floating and and just you got the right board sometimes it just works out just right and you got the right board for that day and and to make matters even better, you know, some people are on the wrong board and you're watching them struggle while you just cakewalk. Um, all right, so now more volume. Um, okay, moving on. I really like this. Uh, I, you know, body language is a big thing in surfing and you hear us talk about it all the time with, you know, other stuff, but uh, paddling with intention or intensity. Um, you know, don't be a maniac, please. <laughs> don't get all bug-eyed. But if you see a wave you like, <clears throat> don't go splashing all around. <laughs> you know, just, like, keep it cool, but make it very clear that you want the wave. Right, right. Yeah, you see a wave you like, um, go for it. And like, almost don't look at the people. Like, look at them sideways with your, the side of your eye and recognize where they are and if someone else is going too. But don't let them see you look at them like show your full intentions on that wave and who knows somebody who was looking at that wave like with half commitment might now suddenly back down because they see you going so fervently for that wave and like all right that guy wants it more than me he didn't even look at me he didn't even check to see if i wanted it you know that being said of course you did you you looked at him with your peripheries you know and you were making sure no one's challenging you but um yeah you know this, this there's you can use body language to really help uh get one or two more waves perhaps it's a confidence thing yeah you know it's a, it's a confidence thing that you have to you do you have to train yourself to to have it yeah um everything comes into play with with in in that topic like just just the way you handle your surfboard the way you you know like the way you launch into the water you know like when you're going into the water, you'd be surprised how how other people are are watching. Mm. That's that's a good point. You know, yeah, definitely. I mean, good surfers can already tell who's a, and at least an experienced surfer by how they paddle. 
Um, so you can show a lot with your paddling. Uh, you done on that? Yeah. Paddle, paddle with intention? Okay, um, moving on. Um, now this is probably one of my favorite strategies for dealing with crowded lineups, uh, but it's a little complex and nuanced and there's a lot of things to it. It's not as straightforward as what I'm just about to say, which is working the inside. Uh, you know, and like, can you think of some of those nuances? Like, I don't know, dealing with people on the outside coming at you that might not know what they're doing so much. Right. So it's a little nerve wracking being in there. Also, if you're on the inside, that means that there's bigger waves coming that it might, you know, <laughs> clean you up. Yeah, so you're gonna have to like play a cat and mouse game and try and race outside before a set, um, you know, washes you in. But you know, if you it got your inside strategies, it's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, working the inside, I think that's a really great strategy because for one I feel that a lot very often very frequently uh, the inside waves can be better shaped you know not necessarily bigger um, but what does that matter waves are different sizes every day so look for good shaped waves and a lot of times those are the waves that miss that outer bar and kind of come into the inner section and more shallow and stand up better or it depends where you're surfing but I definitely find that in a lot of places I've surfed that in, sometimes the inside waves, the smaller ones that people kind of overlook and float right over, turn out to be really great ones on the inside and, and you can scrounge them up. And there's there's like a lot of inside waves. Yeah. There's a lot of inside waves. Like when we kind of look back on the footage, we see waves like wave after wave going unridden and we're sitting out, we're sitting out there and even having a difficult time like Getting, getting our quota or or people are sitting out there for 15 minutes at a time where five ten waves have gone gone completely unridden and everybody's kind of jostling for position and on the outside and there's just beautiful clean little waves going on going on through the inside and that's just it's it's just kind of looking at it as a whole that's that's what you do on your way out mm. to a new spot you start at the bottom you start on the inside you don't even go up to the middle part of the point or up to the top of the point you just kind of hang out at the end of the wave the, the least desirable spot in in the whole lineup that's a way to deal with a crowd, a crowded lineup. Right, right, and kind of earn your way up the rankings, you know, because, uh, yeah, generally people can kind of sit in an area, and so as you prove your worth and yourself as a surfer, it's more acceptable to kind of, like, get in the mix with the people in that area and slowly work your way up. Um, yeah, I mean, at least in a, in a competitive crowded lineup, you're definitely not going to be received <laughs> warmly if you just paddle straight up to the top and you know you're not a familiar face and try to pick off a, a gem set wave so uh yeah better off staying inside get more and uh, potentially even better anyway um you know and and have fun surfing there you know and and then i feel that's the beginning of getting in rhythm with the ocean you know getting a bunch of insiders get just get busy yeah, yeah get in it get in it feel it out get you know figure out what's going on with yourself in that session and you'll be a lot more confident when you suddenly find yourself in position for one of actually the set waves you know and you won't freeze up you won't like get all nervous you'll just turn and just oh another wave um yeah like that one a lot 
Uh, okay, so now here's another one that's also kind of tricky because you can get yourself into a little bit of trouble with it. So, you know, you be honest with yourself about your level, but... Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, being ready for waves that other surfers are paddling for or kick out of early or just fall on. Uh, and the reason I say it can be a dangerous game because if you're paddling for a wave that some surfer's on and you kind of overcommit without realizing it, uh, you might find yourself getting pitched into that surfer. Or, you know, like, it can, or it can just be a, dis, a, a disrespectful thing to do to a good surfer who's clearly going to catch that wave uh, and you just paddle shoulder to shoulder with them and, like, compete for that wave. Or you uh, crumble a section in. Right, another. Shoulder. Another, yeah, there's, is just, you know, if you're just too close to someone or the wave's small and you're paddling in on it too much, too far, you're going to change the shape of the lip line. And, uh, yeah, good surfers can deal with that, but it doesn't mean you want to be the surfer that does that to them. Um, anyway, so moving on from those precautions, which you should know or not do this strategy. But, um, yeah, be ready for waves that other surfers are riding and watch them surf down the point or down the way and down the line. And if you're in position for that wave more inside of them, keep your eye on them. Don't just write that wave off because someone's on it. You can potentially get that wave. And see how the wave's developing, like, and, and for one, you're just always studying a surfer. You, you should always be studying mm. surfers, surfing waves, and... So you know, true. Like if, if you're going into a, a crowded lineup, and you're seeing the same guy getting wave after wave, you know, like, or, or, yeah, just start taking notes. How is this guy doing this? Um... And and really like be, be a student of the game and if if you're really watching watching the waves come in and you see a big old kink in the in the wave and you can anticipate this surfer's gonna be kicking out and then you're actually you are shooting onto the inside. Mm -hmm. Whereas other people are are doing that same thing that you were thinking is there's a surfer on the wave. I'm I'm not catching it. Like, there's no way I'm gonna catch it. Right, right. Yeah, and just starting to paddle out or something. I don't know. Just completely dismissing it. There's so many opportunities that you'll have where something goes a little bit wrong. Like the surfer misjudges the wave and they actually just fall out of the wave. One or two, they see that they're not gonna make a section and they actually, you know deliberately kick out and you can see a surfer setting up that maneuver as well mm -hmm. so you can go be the first one to get in position for that next wave yeah or straight up they try and go for a big old hit and they wipe out or they do something and they fall right all those are like common things that all like leave a wave unfinished and for you to potentially pick up on halfway so gotta, gotta be ready to pounce yeah. In, in crowded lineups, especially. Um, all right. And uh, this one, no one's going to like this one, but um, putting your time in, you know, it doesn't always start off gravy, you know, smooth and all buttery and awesome and getting tons of waves. Sometimes you paddle out and you sit there for a while or you pull back on a bunch of waves. And, um, yeah, and it can suck for a while, especially if it's the beginning it feels so long if you go 10 20 minutes without getting into your first wave 
Uh, but yeah, put your time in. You're not, you know, you're, you're not out there to surf 10, 20 minutes. You're going to surf for like two hours, three hours, hopefully. And, and things change. Yeah, that absolutely ties into like what we first started talking about, which was like lowering your expectations mm. in crowded lineups. Like you're not going to go out to your local break when the swell of the year is on and the conditions are great and all, all that stuff and get the same amount of waves you know go out there have the right mentality be smart about it like really kind of go out there check out the situation and get a few good waves and be okay with that right right yeah be okay with that just getting a few good waves and then you know paddling out like almost with the idea like i'm not gonna catch waves for a little while i'm just gonna watch a few sets come through you know i'm just gonna like cruise around check out those spots i saw from the beach and see if it's the, definitely the crowd or the area i want to be see if those are closing out if these people are getting ready you know like and then maybe you'll find yourself in in the spot for the wave and sure go of course you would but um yeah again lowering your expectations is really <laughs> kind of what we're saying and repeating to ourselves um but yeah but lowering your expectations having patience and putting your time in because also things change you know people get out of the water it's time to eat lunch time to go to work whatever it may be right. and uh, all of a sudden a crowded lineup turns into a not crowded lineup or turns into you're the one who's been out the longest and you're um, the most tuned in and you're you're actually the guy or the gal fucking getting the waves so yeah put your time in it's just like surfing anyway you gotta put your time in so you may as well do it in a session by session basis and then in a day by day basis like you know over the span of your life <laughs> just do it you know just just put it in when when the waves aren't great you know that's what we're always preaching so that's when you get strong and that's that's where you train yourself to be on for that day that it's crowded but the waves are really going off yeah yeah being form fit um all right now so okay let's talk about being out in the crowd like so say you're you're one of the more competitive surfers or you're whatever the lineup may be you're one of the top surfers and it, i mean not to say that the crowd still is um like doesn't matter to you it's still you know everyone's going to be fighting over waves but one thing i think that you can do uh while you're going for a wave if you're if you're the deepest surfer um you know on the peak like it's going to be your wave if you catch it and someone seems like they're not paying attention just kind of say you know mention out loud say to the something. air say say something or like maybe your direction perhaps like uh, I was thinking about going left. <laughs> hey, going left. I'm coming left. Yeah. And, and like get the attention of someone who's looking left and not right at you or vice versa if the, if the situation's the other way. And, you know, let them see that someone deeper than them called out that they're going left and that'll put them on the spot. You know, now it's like, okay, hey, do you know the rules? I'm going left. Um, you know, it out. you're the deepest. You're paddling with intention. You, you know, just... It's, it's, you have to learn how to start communicating, you know, as well in the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's proven ways of doing that. That's kind of like the first way that you start communicating with other surfers is like speaking, you know, speaking their language to them, keeping it simple. I'm going left or I'm going right. Um, and then, then when you get a little bit more like tu- tuned in, and you don't have to say as much like a little like a quick little whistle 
or a hoot. Like, yeah, a little stoke. Just show a little stoke and get the attention. Woo! Ease, ease the tension, but also, <laughs> also let the people know that like you're going on that way. Right. Like, it's 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 you're you're calling the wave. Like you're stoked on the wave. Yeah. You know, like woo! This is so fun. Hey, what are you doing? You don't want to ruin my way. You, <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that to me. Um, look at me. I'm I'm stoked over here. I'm hooting. <laughs> Uh, and uh, okay so last strategy and uh, this is a good fun one uh, but surf with your friends uh, have a crew you know I wouldn't I'd recommend against rolling deep unless it's your spot and it's all your crew's spot uh, you know then you guys would all be there anyway so why not coordinate surf together and form a little pack of course that's a different story if you're surfing a new break you know you don't want to show up to some new spot with I don't know. Everybody has a different feeling about this, but right. the less the better. Yeah, the less the better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so surfing your your home uh, break, and uh, you know, you know it's going to be a crowded day because it's a weekend and the, it's the swell is on. So say you, uh, say call up the three. boys, call up yes. the girls. Say say it's three of you. Let's say it's three friends together. You know, so so. It's it's not over it's not over the top you know it's not like yeah you're taking yeah. over the whole lineup but you're using you're collaborating or you're, or you're working as a team to garner more opportunities for yourself and your friends to surf right so right a few ways to go about that right right yeah and I mean I feel like three is like a good number it can be a few more if it's if it's your break I mean like people. You know, like if they're all there surfing together, uh, that's not the point. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, like having your crew to help you get more waves for your little crew by either splitting the peak, you know, like that's a good one. Hopefully there's peaks lefts and rights. And if you're both in position on the peak, just communicate Go again, going back to communication and like look at your friend, like yeah, go left. All right, I'll go right and split that peak. And that means two people get a ride off of one wave. Um, not that you can't do that with non-friends, but uh, yeah, that's a good friend technique. So basically, the um, I mean, so the conclusion to all this is to realize like crowded lineups are crowded for a reason. There's a swell, it's the weekend, whatever it is. So you really, you should try to be more excited about the under the radar days, you know, checking the surf every day, being diligent about it, because those are the times you actually truly score. You know, like we use that term in surfing a lot with our friends and, and with just each other scoring and, and scoring is not necessarily the best waves, but it's just having so much fun and getting good waves, like good enough with just your buddy or something. Almost and, unexpected. Oh, yeah, totally. It's usually used in a time when it's like pretty much unexpected. Um, and that that's when you're like, oh, my God, we scored. We scored. It was so good. Uh, and that happens when it, it's not on the maps. It's not green or it's not big or who knows, you know. Have those feelers out for those days, those those in-between days. Yeah, and that's uh, how you're going to score. Before and after the swell, all, you know, all those things, you know, really, really knowing the wind, wind directions and all that. Like, have a clue and, uh, and, and find your find your strategy out there for for surfing crowded lineups because there's there's a lot of them and uh, they can they can be employed successfully and it doesn't always have to be like this this stressful frustrating 
situation. Yeah. If you're like mentally prepared for it and mm. physically prepared for it and you got the right equipment and, and um, you know, it, it really, it, it can be done. Totally. And, and there's always, you know, and, and there's also alternatives to it. Right on. Which we broke down. That was a good episode, Coach. So uh, if you guys are digging the pop, the Coopcast and uh, you want to hear some things spoken about in, in the surf world, uh, learning to surf and all that kind of stuff, you should hit us up. We, uh, we read email at info at thesurfcontinuum.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cover anything. We'll talk about it all. We love surfing. We love teaching. And we love putting those two things together and making a really cool podcast for y'all to listen to. Uh, all right. I think that's about it, Coach, huh? Yeah, that was a good one. We'll check in later. <laughs> <laughs>